You're listening to How Did I Get Here? A deep dive into our journey to find the dream job. I'm your host, Jason Fish, and today I'm extremely excited to announce that season two of this podcast will be coming to you soon. The first episode will be released Thursday, June 4th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. A new episode will be released every Thursday to follow. But first, let's take a look back at some of the best stories from Season 1. First, we turn to Lieutenant Colonel Tucker Cinco Hamilton, the 461 Flight Test Squadron Commander and the F-35 Integrated Test Force Director, with his very fascinating story about his grandmother. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so um, I think we're all made up of different stories that influence us. And, and for me, there is this uh, the story of... Uh, this young girl, she was 16 years old. Uh, she was late for a train as she was coming home from school. The year was 1928. And so she's running for this train and she makes makes the train. And there was a track coach on the train. And he stops her at school the next day and is like, hey, Betty, um, I, I saw you running for the train yesterday and, and you were really fast. Have you ever considered competing in track and field? And she never had. She was 16 and she liked and enjoyed running, but uh, never thought about competing. So she uh, said, sure, I'll give it a try. She went out to a track meet. Uh, I think it was about a week or two after that. She competes in this track meet, and, and she's a sprinter, so 100-meter dash. She, she comes out on top, breaks a, a state record for the 100-meter dash, and the coach goes up to her and says, Betty, you, you are something else. You really have a talent here. I would like to see you... Um, go to the Olympic trials that are occurring in just a few months in, in New York. So Betty, uh, all of 16, uh, convinces her, her parents to, to head out to the Olympic trials, and, and she goes uh, to New York just uh, a few months after never racing before, and she's at the Olympic trials, and, and she places second in the 100-meter dash, which means she makes the Olympic team. Back in the day, you make the Olympic team at this point, and you literally, you know, a day or two later, you get on a boat and you start going across the ocean. Uh, so she jumps on a boat, goes across the Atlantic, and ends up in Amsterdam. And it's the 1928 Amsterdam Olympics. It's the first year they let women compete in almost any event, including all the track and field events. And so the first track event is the 100-meter dash. And this 16-year-old girl from Illinois uh, comes out on top and wins the gold medal. So she's the first woman to ever win a gold medal in track. And it was the 100-meter the dash. Uh, she comes home a champion and starts training uh, with the Olympic teams in preparation for the 1932 Olympics. And then right before those uh, Olympics, she's in a plane crash with her cousin. They pick her up from the plane crash, some uh, folks that witnessed it, and put, in, put her in the back of their trunk and take her to the morgue because they think she's dead. Well, the mortician is like, she's not dead, take her to a hospital. So she ends up in a hospital. She's in a coma. She wakes up after a few months in a coma. And the doctors say, Betty, you are never going to run again. Uh, you probably won't walk again. And Betty says, oh, really? So she begins to walk again, begins to sprint again. But she can't get in a starter's crouch because of all these pins in her knees because of the, the airplane crash. So she uh, can't. She can't get in the blocks, but she can accept a baton. So she goes out um, and competes for a spot on the 19, 
36 women's four by 100 relay and she makes the team. So she goes to Berlin in 1936, the Berlin Olympics. She's the third leg in the women's four by 100 and they win the gold medal. So the 16 year old who uh, didn't know anything about running becomes an Olympic champion goes through a tragic event where she is a miracle. She survives. She's maybe never going to run again or walk again. And she finds herself uh, on the Olympic podium on the, on the top uh, just a few years later. And this story just, it sticks with me because that's my grandma. And when you have that type of influence in your life growing up, and I, I knew her until um, she passed when I was around 19 years old, just an amazing woman. But when you meet someone like that and, and you know, uh, what resiliency looks like, and you understand what it means to go after something, no matter what people are, are telling you is right or wrong, and, and making sure that you're going to blaze your own path because you know it's the right thing to do, uh, that that sticks with you, and, and it has carried with me you know, my entire career. Wow, what an incredible story that is. One of my favorite interviews was with Lieutenant Colonel Hamilton. An equally incredible story he told in part two of our two-part podcast was his mid-air collision during a routine test. I won't spoil the story, but the two fighter jets collided at a combined speed of four to 500 miles per hour. Check out season one and the two-part podcast with Cinco to hear more. Let's now turn to David Davis, managing director at Accenture and now helping out a friend turned into getting what was going to become his dream job. Yeah, so I've been with Accenture uh, just under 15 years. I started right out of college, um, did not, so as I was listening to your introduction, I was chuckling to myself a bit because I, when I started, I would not have thought that this was a dream job. Um, it's actually morphed into my dream job. And so uh, one of the things I've learned through this experience is, you know, you don't always know what you're uh, next step is going to be. It's it's smart to just make the very next best decision for yourself. Uh, so for me, um, I, I had a degree in um, uh, journalism, broadcast journalism at Penn State. And my intention at the time was really to uh, get into uh, journalism, broadcasting, uh, and see what a career would look like. Um, I happened to have attended a career fair that was being offered at Penn State. And I was actually attending the career fair really to help out a friend, um, not actually to interview. And so I showed up in, in jeans um, and I, I was helping my friend bring in a box. And she started talking to me a little bit about Accenture um, and the recruiting person at the time was also there. And they asked me what my interests were. And uh, I said, uh, you know, I, I think I want to get more into broadcasting, uh, whether it's, you know, in front of the camera or behind the camera, do producing, um, things like that. And they were like, well, have you ever considered a career in uh, management consulting? Uh, and so I, I, I figured, you know, let me go through the motions interview. And uh, if I get the job, Worst case scenario, I'll be with them for two years and then I'll pursue a career in um, communications. Um, and I've been here 15 years later. There are eight other fascinating guests on the first season of How Did I Get Here? Prior to the release of the second season, if you haven't, 
check out the episodes from season one. Look out for season two, episode one on Thursday, June 4th, accessible on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Until next time.